Gorgeous George and Goes, are you ready? Junkie Nation, are you ready? Well, let's get it on. From the fight capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, this is MMA Junkie Radio. We roll it! What's going on, Junkie Nation? Gorgeous George and Goes reporting for duty here on a Sunday night for your Monday, Monday morning delivery. It's a big day today, Super Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. My team wasn't in it, neither was Goes's, but it's uh, probably the biggest television show in the United States. Uh, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. How about that? We also had UFC 284 this past weekend, about four, uh, 24 hours ago. Uh, one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. One of the greatest title fights I've ever seen. Not the greatest, but we'll definitely talk about Makashev versus Volkanovski. Everything that came out of that, out of the card. Perth, Australia, you guys brought it. It was loud. I rewatched some fights. It was really, really cool. So I can't wait to go over this with you guys. Uh, of course, there's some big news still that we need to cover from this past week, like there always is. So we'll cover a little bit of that. And how about this? We get to talk to Little Evil, Jens Pulver, who just got... Uh, it was just announced that he's going to enter the UFC Hall of Fame coming up here in 2023. So lots to talk about. We'll be right back to get going. Okay, so it goes we got to get right into it. You know, respect to the Chiefs, Chief Kingdom, whatever it's called. But Saturday night was epic for the ages. First of all, thank you to everybody that watched the watch along along with us. Nine fights all together, including the main card. It was just Goes and I and producer Austin. But what a blast. I had a good time. You know, on paper, this card was like top heavy. Um, but you one can critique the card when it's presented to you. And then after it happens, you have another uh, form of a critique or praise whatever it is i got nothing to say but high stuff for this card and a lot of it had to do with the main event man it was awesome i scored it makashev 3-2 on fight night i rewatched the fight i see volkanovsky case volkanovsky's case for rounds two three and five um but you know not enough to go out and you know lead the appeal for him or anything like that or, or, or pick at the UFC's offices. There's nothing to, you know, it, it just, it, it was just a close round. However you want to leave it up to interpretation. He was just on the, on the raw end. So congratulations to Islam Makashev for defending his lightweight title. But I still thought Volkanovsky was in a, in a way the big winner of the night. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. Uh, night of, I had it Makashev. I went back and I actually watched it about an hour ago. And yeah, pretty much the same sentiment, except round two. Yeah, round two for me, fight night was kind of like the close one. And not a robbery by any stretch. Nope. Very good fight. Um, I think when you think of title fights, I mean, it's up there. You know, I think in terms of excitement. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was like a barn burner or something like that. You know, they kind of had moments. It, it's really what was up for grabs. And so a lot of people are talking about, you know, let's run it again or whatever. Like, I, I kind of feel like it served its purpose the night of, and we can just all move on from this point. If if we ever see these two fight again, I want it to be because Volkanovsky has gone up to 155 full time. Then, okay, I can stomach it that way. But Putting off two divisions again to do this wouldn't really make too much sense for me. Right. No, I, I'm definitely not in favor of an immediate rematch. I don't think it's necessary. Um, we went through the process of anointing an interim champ in the featherweight division. Congrats to Yaya Rodriguez. More on that in a second. So let's clear that up. Because that was there in case Volkanovski, I think, won at 155 pounds. And some big opportunities were there for him at 155 pounds. But he lost. So go back and unify. And credit to Volkanovski. He's already talking about doing that. Um, and down the road, sure, I'd love to see these two tangle again. Look, between Makashev and Habib, these two guys are like, 
53 and one. <laughs> so, you know, just threatening to knock them off their perch is kind of a big deal um, for these two. And that's what Volkanovsky did. You know, even though he wasn't able to completely win the fight and get the decision, it's just kind of pretty historic to 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 see them, you know, be threatened because mm-hmm. the dominance that these two have had from one right down to the other has just been really, really something to behold. Um, but yeah, I, I think I know Benil Dariush, I think, has already signed on to take a fight, but I think Makashev has opponents waiting for him, and he can probably do two or three. And and shout out to Makashev, who, by the way, also seems like the type of guy that wants to stay busy um, and let Volkanovski do his thing. Probably Arnold Allen, if he can beat Max Holloway, would probably be next since Emmett's out of the way and Yair would be in the be in there. Uh, and whoever else presents themselves, you know, by the time he, you know, he's gotten through those two guys, then maybe we can revisit it. But still, I, I thought I was watching a historical fight. I, I thought so much of Volkanovski going in, and even in that performance, that I really felt like I, I could anoint him possibly the greatest mixed martial artist ever had he beaten Makashev, especially if he had finished him, because he would have joined the exclusive club of champ champs. And then I probably would have slowed myself down and said, "Hey, look, there's been a few champ champs." But there's been a few who have actually defended both belts. Maybe I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. But still, like Mount Rushmore, somebody would have got squeezed out, goes, and Volkanovski would have been in if he had had won that fight. So it was just a pleasure to watch. Um, it looked like I've heard that he broke Makashev. And I think I agree with that, even though Makashev won. Why? Because if they had gone to a sixth round, it looked like maybe Volkanovski could have not only won that round, but put him away. Makashev had really, really started to slow down. But that there is no sixth round. And Makashev did enough to not get finished in the fifth. You know, so he hung in there and and and, and defended his title and good for him. You know, Israel Adesanya was leading going into the fifth. He just had to survive the fifth and he couldn't survive the fifth. Kamar Usman was leading decisively going into the fifth. He couldn't survive the fifth. Makashev was a pretty one um, on some judges' scorecards enough to just survive, and he did survive. So, you know, that that you have to give him credit for, for that. It, it was a huge away game for the Dagestanis, um, and I think they handled it very, very professionally, everything. I don't know. I wouldn't say he broke them. I think the difference is Makashev was fighting to win rounds. And I think he just kind of conceded that last round. Like, I, I'm going to lose this round. Uh, I'm just going to hang on here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's interesting what you mentioned between Habib and Islam. Because they're going to get compared a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the head coach has flat out just come out and said, I think Makachev is better than, than Habib. Um, I disagree. Because I think what Habib was, was showing us towards the end was, give me a wrestler, I'll handle him. Give me your best striker, I'll handle him, right? I mean, BJJ guy, I'll handle him. Makashev, in his first test there for the belt, faced probably one of the best BJJ guys you could have, and he submitted him. However, you look at Volkanovski and the type of, uh, I don't want to say he exposed Islam because he won the fight, but he did kind of maybe poke at a little hole, a couple holes here and there, right? That you could maybe look at a guy like, say, like a Michael Chandler, right? Somebody who can move around the way Volkanovski can have power the way Volkanovski can, and at the same time uh, has the wrestling, right? Uh, maybe he could do something. Maybe a guy that's a little bigger in Benil Dariush, maybe he could give him a better run for his money than what people were thinking going into this fight. I think this fight kind of hurt Islam a little bit, his stock, mm-hmm. uh, because remember, no matter what he does, he's supposed to win this fight. Not only is he supposed to win this fight, but he's kind of supposed to dominate the fight too. He is the bigger guy. He is the champion of his weight class. That's what he's supposed to do. He just won this fight. It just goes to show how good Alexander Volkanovsky is. Yeah. You know, probably carried a 20-pound weight advantage by fight night by the time they rehydrated. Funny how Volkanovsky still had a one-inch reach advantage, but you could see, man, there was a height difference. Um, And... Look, Makashev's got some decent stand-up. It's not great, 
but it's pretty good. It's improving, though. That's the key. It's he, improving. he rocked Volkanovski a few times. Volkanovski not only rocked him, but he knocked him down. In fact, in round two, I think that's what it boiled down to for me was if you're going to plead the case for Volkanovski, it's the fact that he knocked down Makashev. Makashev staggered Volkanovski. Now, Makashev took down Volkanovski. He didn't keep him down and do much with Volkanovski, though. Volkanovski definitely had the most impactful strike in that round. But is that enough in five in five minutes? I guess the judges thought not because the actual the judges actually agreed on that round and they all went 10-9 for Makashev. It was round three. Let's see if I got this straight here. I'll go over it one by one. Um, here we go. Ben Cartledge, Derek Cleary, Cleary, sorry, and David Lethaby. So they all had Makashev 10-9 in round one. So did I. They all had 10-9 Makashev round two. That's the round that Volkanovski saying, hey, I think I won it. But none of the judges are feeling him. And I think there's a case to be made. But again, I'm not going to die on that hill. I would plead the case. Hey, rewatch it. And if they go, we did. We still think Makashev won. I'd say, have a good day, gentlemen. And that's it. I'm not like, watch it again. You know, let me bring experts. Forensic experts. No, I'm not going to make a bigger deal out of it than I have to. Now, in round three... Um, you know, Makashev's kind of almost said, hey, look, I won one, two, and four. Yeah, he really hasn't pleaded for three. But mm -hmm. guess what? Uh, one judge did give him round three, Derek Cleary. The other ones won for Volkanovsky. And then in round four, all three judges went for Makashev. So going into round five, we thought, well, what if it's 2-2? Two, two? Volk just won the title because he clearly won round five. And But it wasn't. One guy already had it 4-0 going into the fifth, and two guys had it 3-1 going into the fifth. So, really, he would need a 10-7 or a finish because a 10-8 would just put him in a drop position. Makashev would walk away with the title, which is like almost like losing because you want to win the title. You don't want to draw. The only thing that I think the draw might do is get you that rematch sooner than you thought, but who knows? But, look, even if you look at MMA decisions, there's about – Six cases for Volkanovsky at 48-47. And then for Makashev, he has, well, let's see here. That's 6, 10, 15, 21. He's got like 23 48-47s in his favor and two 49-46s. So there's just really not too much going on there. He's it, It's kind of like a 4-to-1 advantage in favor of of Makashev, and that's why I think we're all just going to move on. But we mm -hmm. praise the fighters. I can't say enough about them. And again, I think Volkanovski's still the pound-for-pound pound best fighter on the planet. He's clearly the best featherweight. On Saturday, he made a case for being possibly the second-best lightweight. And I don't think there's anyone else that can make a claim like that in our sport right now. Um, that, along with other criteria, which, uh, excellent record, has practically cleaned out his division has dominated great fighters, not only beaten, but dominated them. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot to be said here. Yeah, dude. I mean, we'll probably get into this a little bit more on spinning back click, but uh, for one, I didn't even really think it was number one against number two going mm -hmm. in there. That, that's a narrative that was spread by the UFC, and there's not much substance to it. It's no disrespect to Islam Makhachev. It's just, it's just not there. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like he retained that as well. Yeah, and if he can get there, we'll be the first to say it's that guy. I mean, for a while there was Habib before he retired, so it's not like it's anything against that camp, Russian fighters, nothing. Mm -hmm. We just tell it like it is. Uh, congrats to Islam Makashev for winning that fight. And also, Makashev and Volkanovsky got fight of the night, 50000 each. Poor Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Menafield, I thought might have that wrapped that up. They actually fought to a draw at the beginning of the uh, main card. And they really, really put on a show for the fans. But hopefully they get one of those, uh, you know, discretionary bonuses or whatever behind the scenes. I hope this, so. This card, it, it sold, out, sold out. Almost $6 million, uh, was the gate in, in Australian money. So that's closer to about $4 million, I believe, for USA. But that's still a huge gate. And with the crowd bringing it like that, how does every finisher not get a bonus? How does Justin mm -hmm. Tafa not get a bonus? That was such a precise punch, and he walked it off 
and he didn't get a bonus. The other bonuses, by the way, were Yair Rodriguez and Jack Della Maddalena, which I have no problem with, right? But again, mm -hmm. usually there's some fights where finishers get get you know get bonuses, especially if you had a hand in uh, making the night special to the fans in attendance and to those that watched all over the world. And and I, I thought Perth Australia came strong. I mean, I don't even think you need to go 50 grand. Like, even if you went half, but you just said finishers get that. I think that's fair, dude. Big time. Yeah. Here are the other winners. Elvis Brenner defeated Zubaira Tukagov. I disagreed with that decision, but others are saying, no, it was fine. Blake Builder defeated Shane Young. Luma Lugbunmi defeated Elise Reed. John, Jack Jenkins defeated Don Shane, uh, Shainus. Jamie Malarkey defeated Francisco Prado. Clayton Rodriguez defeated Shannon Rose. Joshua Kulibau defeated uh, Melsic Bagdazarian. Modestus Bakovskis defeated Tyson Pedro. Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Benfield fought to a draw. Justin Toffa defeated Parker Porter. Jack Della Maddalena defeated Randy Brown. Yaya Rodriguez defeated Josh Emmett. He's the new uh, interim featherweight champ. He'll have a chance to unify against Alexander Volkanovsky, the undisputed featherweight champ. And that was UFC 284. And bravo again to Perth, Australia. They came strong. The fans delivered. When I was watching the walkout uh, again, and I recommend you do that, goes, of Volkanovsky, it was a lot louder than I thought. I had the full volume going on. The crowd was really into it, singing every word. It, it, was, uh, it was pretty special. It probably was pretty special to be in that arena. Yeah, I think that's one. I mean, I, if Dana White were there, I think it'd have that same effect as when he was in England, you know, and said, we just, we have to go back. Mm -hmm. uh, that was nuts. I mean, for it to be that loud coming out of your television speakers says a lot. I mean, imagine what it's like being there. So the Aussies, dude, I mean, they bring it. They bring it. It's fun. They make it fun for you to watch it. So I'm all for them getting cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Australia should get more cards uh, at least once a year. And they got, prop, you know, good fighters. I think Goes asked me at the watch along how they do. And I think the Australians were five and three. Mm -hmm. So that's that I consider that a good night. I mean, one of the losses being Volkanovsky. How are you going to shit on that? Right. I mean, that's it's, right. it's a great, great performance from him. Pedro Tyson Pedro had some moments. He was one of the guys that lost as well. But like I say, uh, either way, it was it was just a stellar night for all of them uh that pound for pound stuff we can argue or talk about or debate where i know it's going to be one of the topics on spinning back click so we can definitely get into some of that how about israel adesanya he was there he kind of said something interesting you know uh he doesn't think francis and was acting like a diva and he backs francis and for his decision to leave the ufc that's one of the three kings his brother from africa um you know I, I, there's there's another way he could have backed them, I thought, and that was when it was his time to maybe flex, you know, when he was in that position. I think I, I'm pretty sure he had some sort of a re-signing within the last year. It wasn't that long ago. And, and he was fighting, and he's saying, you know, let's fight for some of the small stuff, like an extra corner man pass, something I've been, I know I've been saying it for a long time, start small and let it build. The extra pay for the extra cornerman hotel and flight, or how about five fifty thousand dollar bonuses instead of four, or how about every finisher gets a bonus instead of four? You know, mm -hmm. fight for something that's feasible and get the ball rolling, and uh, you know, make these fighters feel like they are part of helping your company grow and and. That you're just not a pit stop on their journey, you know. And if it goes bad, see ya. But if you're there and you're one of the, you're one of them, yeah, you're, you're toasting and having whiskey in the background because big business was done. Well, yeah. Guess what? Connor wouldn't have been big business if he didn't go through some of your other fighters that kind of shed blood along the way. Um, it takes a bunch of people, not just a couple special superstars, you know, to deliver big business. It. Stars have to align, you know, guys get over on each other and it's on each other's highs and lows. Um, some of that should be rewarded, especially some of the fighters that have been in this damn game for such a long time, man. 
Uh, well, so hearing Izzy say it goes, I guess what I was trying to say was like, I hear you, Izzy, but um, did you did you bring it up? You know, when you resign, that's what I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I think he's kind of, I think he's kind of admitting that Francis is the catalyst here, right? Mm-hmm. I think Izzy just talking about it is a big deal, right? He got his deal, yeah, and I'm sure he's happy, but. I mean, he doesn't need to talk about it, right? But he's talking about it. He's back on his dude in public. I don't think a lot of fighters would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said, it has to start at the top. So let's see who else has the nuts, right, to, to speak up and say the same things that Izzy says. Because I talk to a lot of fighters. You talk to a lot of fighters. A lot of fighters feel the same. They just don't say it. Sometimes right. they say it behind closed doors, but they don't say it in public the way Israel Adesanya did. There's so let's strength see in numbers. Who them, yeah. The strength of numbers and to do it alone, I get it, man. It's not an easy task, but um, nothing's going to change unless they do that. Okay, I think right now is a good time to catch up with our guest, Jens Pulver. During the announcement, sorry, during the pay-per-view, they made the announcement that the UFC Hall of Fame class for 2023 uh, has will have another member. We already know about Jose Aldo. He's in the modern wing. And joining him will be Jens Pulver as part of the Pioneer Wing. It was a pretty cool announcement for us to hear uh, during our watch-along. We know Jens pretty well, and we knew how much this would mean to him, and I thought the UFC did a great job in surprising him. So let's talk to Jens Pulver about the epic evening that was February 11th, 2023, the announcement that he'll be in the Hall of Fame. What's going on, Junkie Nation? Gorgeous George and Goes are back with another superstar from the sport of mixed martial arts. Today, we get to talk to Jens Pulver, former UFC lightweight champion, the OG of the lightweights, who last night found out he will be inducted into the UFC's 2023 Hall of Fame class in the Pioneer Wing. Jens, congratulations. Massive news. You might, you, you are probably still buzzing, aren't you? Um, Yeah. I, I am. It, it's, uh, yeah, I can't, it only happened. It's happened maybe twice in my life. And when I won the world title was the other time when I woke, I woke up in the, in the middle of the night. I was like, is this, is this real? And of course I looked over next to me because yes, I, the belt was sleep, sleeping right next to me on the pillow. And I I turned over and I looked, I'm like, holy cow, I did this. But I woke up and I got, I was all pissed. Like this is a dream. No way. I was just dreaming. No way. And it, it, the same kind of thing happened this morning. A couple of hours, I was like, I woke up. I was like, did that, did this, did this happen? And I was like, did, did this, did this really happen? And it, it's same thing when I was sitting there. It, it's, but it's the way that they did it, you know, crafty, crafty individuals. I'll dive into it, but I got to let you all, I want you all to speak first and then I'll dive back into it. But yeah, no, it's, it's something. It's, well, it's, it's something. we were pumped. So from the minute, John Anik comes on. We know it's going to be a special moment, moment for someone. And so right away, the clues came in when he said Pioneer Wing. So that throws out a great fight, a contributor, or uh, I guess a more modern fighter because there's four wings, right? They said Pioneer. I told Goes, like, oh, Jens? You know, and then, of course, uh, kudos to, like, you know, your Vitor Belforts and, and Dan Hendersons and, and, and others that will eventually join you as well. But I was just thinking – who could it be? But I remember the first name that came out. I said, Jens, we were doing a fight watch along like you were. And, and uh, you know, it, of course, they get right into it. And then yeah. I saw you, a, a smaller version of you on the screen. <laughs> and I thought, okay, what's going on? Is, is he just finding out? But we're trying to speak, listen, and then see, you know. And, and so then we, we, we knew what was happening. And we were taken with uh, emotion. It was, an, it was emotional for us, too, because... Um, you know, let's 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 tell the truth here. Let's face facts. This is overdue. I'm glad it's here, and, let, and I'm not going to dwell on it. But you know, you've been in our studio at Mandalay Bay. We've talked about this, um, and and so I, I was just happy that it happened. But here's why, Jens, and I don't want this to sound morbid or anything. But man, life doesn't promise us anything. I I, I had to remind myself. You're 48 years old. I always wanted you to enjoy that moment. You know what you're going to tell us about in a few minutes here. 
when I'm done and goes, if, if, he, if he chimes in, I want you to give us a play-by-play, but I, I wanted that to happen. And let's face it, with all the stuff that's kind of been around us lately, life's not guaranteed, you know? And, and so I, I'm so happy that it's here and it's done. And in July, it'll be official. Goes, how about you? What, what were you thinking last night? It kind of hit us right in the chest, right? When it happened, we looked at each other and we were like, is this it? Because we've been through this before, Jens, where we were like, we think this is it. This is the year. <laughs> it hasn't happened. And so uh, almost sarcastically, you know, we kind of looked at each other like, Jens. And then sure enough, when it hit, man, it's hard to hide emotions, you know, but we, yeah. we feel like we've been a part of this run with you. Yes, and you so have. We went berserk, you know, and, and we were happy for you, man. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was, and I said, I don't know how 8K Snoop was able to put me in the dark, um, you know, and I call him, it, it, his, his name is Sean, but I call him 8K Snoop. So he, he's my right hand. He does, like, again, he's been my, my producer for my stream. And then now we work together at the UFC and do the UFC stream together with, with some other mods. But he, um, the way that they set me up, is it, I, I got to explain to this why I was lost. And it's funny because they, you know how they used to do that? They, or maybe they said, where are they now? Yeah. The UFC does that. Where are they now? Well, they reached out to me and I was like, you know, it, it, they have done it. They've reached out in the past a couple of times and pardon my language. But I'm like, Fuck no, I ain't doing that. And like, why? Well, Cause I don't like where I'm at right now. And that would be my answer. I go, I don't like where I'm at right now. I go, I don't want to do this. I don't want nothing to do. No, I don't want to do it. I don't like where I'm at. And so this was some, the most, I, I mean, it's it's spinning back in my head. It keeps playing back and playing back that this moment a couple of weeks ago when they called and I go, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. Cause I'm happy. I go, you know, I, I thought about, it. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm finally, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy with my life. I've, I've, you know, the things that w- were hankering me down. I love my my UFC Twitch stream. I love being on Twitch. I love the UFC. I'm I'm back in. I, I'm okay with being retired. I'm breaking down fights. I'm having interviews. I mean, I just I have a blast. 6 p.m. Eastern. What Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? If it's a pay per view. Friday, Saturday. I'm interviewing fighters. I mean, I'm having the time of my life on Twitch TV UFC. You know, and I was like. And then, of course, my kids, my son's growing up. He's wrestling now. All of a sudden, I'm diving in as a coach. My wife, she's, you know, working at the hospital. She's doing what she loves. My my baby girl is, is you know what I mean? She's just, she's, man, they're all growing up. And I, I, I was just really happy. And I said, all right, I'll do this. I'm in. And so leading up to last night when we're doing the watch long, it's funny because uh, Sean's going, all right, well, you need to change your hat because I had my I had my big game wrestling hat on, my son's wrestling team, and that you got to put on something UFC. The sponsors are saying they want you to have something UFC on. All right, so I, I go diving in because we're doing the watch long. I had uh, Vis, TSM Vis, and Mike Davis were my guests. I'm like, all right, so I throw on the UFC hat. All right, we got to turn your phone off. They can tell you're looking down at your phone, but I'm like, yeah, but that's how I, you know, we've got that at UFC streams on Twitter. So I'm always trying to, you know, I'm trying to restream, you know, and I've got Jens Pulver on Instagram. And so I'm trying to, you know, social media, I'm trying to work. And he's like, got to turn the phone off. All right. And then this crafty little bugger makes it where I can't see the chat. The chat is moving by so fast, I can barely read it. And because I'm really big at talking to chat the whole time, you know, it's what I love to do. And so anyways, so I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like, all right. And he goes, all right. So before when the main card starts after the first fight, they want you to blow up big screen and they want you to read. They want you to do a reaction just how, how you're liking the fights, you know, the because the, you're doing the watch long. It, it's, you know, for the where are they now? And I was like, all right, that makes sense. Where are they now? I'm streaming. I'm doing a UFC Twitch stream. I'm, you know what I mean? So I popped on and here I am. I'm just standing by myself. And now it's funny because my wife goes, oh, by the way, she took out, she went to the hospital. She works the evening and she's like, your son has a, has a school project. They want him to record you um, at work. So now I got my son. Oh, they were all in on, oh, this gets better. Well, Brian Butler is, he's co-cheesing this whole thing. So they've known, yeah, he's known for, for like, him and him and Sean have known for like three weeks. Whenever I guess I just found out that whole where are they now? That was just the ploy to start this whole thing to get this thing going. So I never knew that this was gonna happen. Mm. So that's what I mean by I was like so so shocked because then all of a sudden when John Annick started speaking, I was like, what the? And I that's when I got the face. I was like, what the? And then I look, I see my son sitting there, you know, and he was doing his thing. And I'm like, what the? And uh, it's like. And that's like, no way, no way 
no, no way. And I just, I couldn't even say nothing else, but no way. You know what I mean? And here I am like, um, it's like, what? I got my braces. I got my glasses. I was like, come on. And I was like, and then when it happened, it's like. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I thought you had been dipping or maybe you had some cilantro for. <laughs> yeah, I lunch. know, right? I you got know. the braces going on. Good for I, you, man. Yeah, no, I had, I'm not leaving the search without straight teeth once. It's not happening. And, and shout out to your wife for, because that must have been tough. She says, your son's got a project from school. He's going to be filming you, and you still didn't catch on. Butler, Snafu, sorry, whatever his name is, he, he's in on it. Man, this is awesome, the way they're executing this. Yeah, you know yeah, eight, I mean? yeah, I love it, Snafu. 8K Snoo is what I call him. But yeah, 8K Snoo. Oh, we just call him Snoo for short, but his first name is his name is Sean. But yeah, Snoo. Snoop Pie, you know, but now he's my, he's my brother. So, but yeah, it was, um, you know, but like I said, one of the coolest things is it, it's just, I, I, I can't, it's like literally just dawned on me. It's just dawning on me. That's why I keep going back to talking about the whole, where are they now? Because it made, I was like, it, in order for me to say yes to that, you know, in order for me to say yes to that, where are they now? It made me go back and think about my life and where I'm at and what I'm doing. And it's like, it's almost like I gave them permission. Yes, you can play this game on me because I'm okay where I'm at. And 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 I just saying yes to that, where are they now, made everything just kind of fall into pieces. But it goes back to being on the UFC Twitch stream. I mean, like I said, Tuesdays, we're watching The Ultimate Fighter. So I got to watch season five. We're up to season eight. And we literally, 6 p.m. Eastern, we watch and we do a watch along together. We watch, we're watching all of the ultimate fighters. You know what I mean? Monday, for example, tomorrow, we'll go back and recap the fights we watched last night. We'll have an interview. And then based on that, we'll watch, we'll watch a bunch of fights that, you know, on fight pass and, um, or we'll watch it. We, I, we've been kind of getting into watching old, like a, a UFC fight night, a UFC pay-per-view or something like that. But we still do that. And I get to sit there and just kind of, you know, I get to just interview and, interview the fighters, talk to chat and hang out. And we watch fights, you know, on Mondays. And then, like I said, Fridays, which is my, one of my, my favorite day at six, everything's at 6 PM Eastern. We're watching. I always, I started this whole thing. We're watching fights of fighters fighting in Saturday's fights. And that's when we, we, we break down, we get, we watch one or two fights of every fighter on the main card or kind of picked out throughout the card and we'll watch them. And people are like, who do you got winning this? Who do you got that? So we get to break things down, pass on knowledge. And so because of the stream, it's really helped me feel relevant. It's made me feel like there for the longest time. I was like, I don't want nothing to do with MMA. Cause I was so pissed off. I had to be retired. I was so pissed off that, you know what I mean? That I, I, the losing streak, I just, I had so many, if onlys and I never wanted to have those if onlys, but if it wasn't for this Twitch TV slash UFC, I wouldn't have, I, I was able to put all those things behind me because it's, I, I got to where like, I really love my life. Like, you know, and, and it's like, I got to where if any one thing in my life would have changed, I wouldn't be like sitting right here right now talking to you two. I don't have any regrets and I've been living by that model ever since I started this UFC stream. And it's, it's just, it's still playing over my mind. That, that's the only reason why I said yes to where are they now? I'm not kidding y'all. I'm telling you to, I middle finger, whenever they would before I'm like, I'm not where I want to be middle finger. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I it's, I'm stuck on this. I'm sorry. To, I, I know I talk a lot, but I, um, you know, I, I, I'm stuck on this because, I just can't get over that moment. I just can't get over. I just can't get over it. just how this all came about. But if it wasn't for the UFC and if it wasn't for this Twitch stream, I, I don't, I don't think it would have ever been time, you know? Well, we're only a few months away. This was the announcement that it'll happen. And then in July, it, you will go in, you'll get your jacket and everything. Um, but I wanted to ask from the moment John Annick started talking and I'm sure you probably started connecting dots. Then you hear your name. Till about now, what's it been like? What's the outpouring? I'm sure people have reached out, you know, and and said some kind things. And and what what's that been like? I mean, your phone's probably been blowing. I can't up. keep up. I I can't keep up. I've never had it's. I've never had it been like this. And um, you know, so no. And real quick, so people know, there's not something in between my teeth. I have a spacer to pull them teeth apart. So I get paranoid. So people are like, dude, you got stuff in your teeth when you were talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's been my number one paranoia having braces They're like nod nah. so i don't have stuff in my teeth and i have braces so it's not saliva um but no you know it, it's um 
I, I, I'm trying to answer everybody back. And I, I, I feel weird by just giving it a, a, a heart, you know, like a, a, a like or something. But it's I'm trying to actually type thank you. And I've been at it. I haven't been asleep. I don't. I think I slept for a couple hours. I, I think. I, I know I slept for a little bit, but it just it just keeps coming in and coming in and coming in. And I just I can't. It's going to take a minute to uh, to thank everybody, but I 100% will. And I don't want to just do some blind massive post. And here you go. Thank you all. I'm trying to get back there and thank everyone because it, I I truly believe that you know it. it um, they're the reason why it, like just everybody bringing it up. You all, you know, you, everybody, just the way that you broke it, you, you, you brought it up is, you know, I can't, um, yeah, then I, I don't even know how to be, I can't even begin to be thankful, you know, Jen. So like, you know, George and I were talking about, we felt like this was long overdue. If you went through that broadcast and another name had been called out, is there a point where you would have felt like we've gone too far? It's just not going to happen, or did you feel like this day will come no matter what? Good question. No, I've, I was already past that. I was already past it. I was already. I'm not, and it's not a joke. I was already past the. Um, I, I I knew I wasn't getting in. It, it was never. I was done. But that's why, like I said, even and that's what that whole where are they now? I'm like you know. I'll do it. I'll let people know where I'm at. It'll help build the Twitch stream, you know, the UFC Twitch stream. I'll do it. I was already done with this. I never, it never, I'm not kidding. I wasn't, I'm not saying this when I tell people I'm not getting in. It's, I, 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 I and all I could tell everybody was this. Because some people would make the mistake, go, oh, Hall of Fame. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. But I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Everybody that even, even bringing up the idea Thank you so much. Thank you for putting me in that category, but I just don't think it'll be there, but thank you. And I, I, I truly believed it. It never, not once did I, I never, that's, I can't even, you know what I mean? I can't even, the blue eye today is just going nuts. Look at him. He's all sticking out there by himself. Um, but you know, I can't even, I'm just excited. I can't, I don't even, I never, ever, ever expected this. I can't, I can't even, yeah, I got no words. Jens, there you can can I chime in for a second? Yeah, yeah. I would have been pissed if they said Pioneer Wing, not to not to disrespect any other pioneers, okay? But had another one gone in, I would have I would have been fucking mad. I would have been. And that's sad why I love you all. Thank you. Mad. Um, but it didn't happen. They could have ignored the Pioneer Wing altogether too, which I didn't. I didn't know that maybe they didn't add a Pioneer this year. You know, yeah. and then, and if I may, just really quick, mm-hmm. I, this is something I haven't said yet, but I got to let this out really quick. Man, I'm going in at the same time as Jose Aldo. Whoo! Thank yeah. you, man, Jose Aldo. So yeah, that's pretty cool too. You know, two that lighter is. weight class legends there, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jens, you went on a military trip with us, and yes, one of the coolest things that I mean, we've been around a lot of MMA memorabilia. But the belt that you brought was so unique and it was so cool to have it on that trip. And I think you I thought you told us you went down and you gave it to Dana White. I think he put it in his office or something like that. And so my question is, when you look at that belt now, do you almost feel like you're going to be looking at it through different eyes? Like, is it going to be even that much more special when you look at it? Well, the belt made it to the and that's what people ask. The belt made it to the Hall of Fame because that was their first ever champion. Um, Tito was already, if I'm correct, Tito was already the, the champion and, and, you know, he just, he defended his belt and then he got the new belt with when the Fertitas and Dana White, when they took over the UFC, right. Um, I, he was already the champ to my, a hundred percent. Um, I'm there. I believe I'm their first champion, me fighting Uno. I'm there. I'm the, under the Fertitta, you know what I mean? Zoof under the Zufa banner. I'm their first champion. It yeah, because UFC 30 was the first event, and that's when you won it, right? Yep, and that's when they flew me out to, because they were in the corner of John Lewis, they flew me out to to watch uh, Sato and Uno fight in Japan, and they were out there also for the pride and stuff like that, you know, with Tito, and and I was with Tito, and um, so that's, but that's, if you go back, I believe I'm there, I'm Zufa's first world champion. And, um, 
you know, with the match that they put together, Joe Silva being the matchmaker, putting the fights together, I'm their first world champion. So the belt, it was funny, the belt made it to the, um, to the Hall of Fame. And I was like, one day, maybe, you know, maybe I'll get to join it. You know what I'm saying? And because people would ask, where's the belt? I go, oh, the belt's in the Hall of Fame. But you're not. I'm like, Doesn't need, I don't need to be. The belt's there. So, you know, it's, it is, but now I get to join it. So I get to go, I get to go back and I get to join the belt. So that's pretty cool. So tell me about the moment that you shared it with your son. After he's done filming, you bring him in. Um, he, you know, he wasn't with us when you fought back then and had all these great triumphs. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's seen the videos, watched the fight. Have you watched them together? Um, I'm sure he's had an idea, but now he gets to see this, 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 I mean, he's the man on Monday when he goes to school, his son, his dad's going into the hall of fame, but tell me about that moment with him. And then obviously the rest of your family, your your wife comes home, everyone else, friends, uh, what was all that been like? Yeah. Well, I tell you with Carson, it's, um, I had what happened with Carson as, as he got older, one time he, he didn't start, I kept him away from this fighting and wrestling and stuff like that. I never forced it on him. I love that he plays video games. I love that he loves math. I love that he's smart. You know, he, he's, he's a genius, you know, and, and I love that about him. And uh, junior high started. He's like, yeah, I'm going to wrestle. What? I'm going to wrestle. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, and then I, I was like, okay, well, shoot. Um, all right. I, I guess we'll, okay. You know, and I wanted to go watch practice. Nope. COVID. Wasn't allowed to go anywhere near the junior high practice. Couldn't do anything like that. And so um, I'll never forget this. We were watching. I was watching him wrestle. And then at one tournament he went to, and he had to go against all these club kids and stuff. And the club kids, you know, they wrestle all year round. They're, they've been around a minute. And every one of them, he got pinned by all of them. And he had a tear in his eye. And I just was like, this is, this is why, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, this is why I didn't want you to do this. Because, gosh, dang, it's so... It's so humbling, but it's got, there's so many rewards, but it's just you out there. You know what I mean? That's what I love about fighting. I love wrestling. I love that one-on-one competition because it's just you trying to be on a team. You're not on a team trying to be an individual and stand out and do this. You're trying to go out there and represent your team and you're going out there and put everything and everything's on you. And you feel like it's just you out there and it's just your emotions. There's no hiding. And I remember I looked at him. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what you, um, I go, if it's okay, I'd like to, I'd like to start helping you out. I'd like to start coaching you. Cause I was always worried about, you know, might being a little intense. That's daddy being an asshole. See, if it's coach, that's awesome. Coach can be intense because that's coach. He's just motivated, fired up. But see, if I do it, that's daddy being an asshole. And I grew up abused and I could never do that. That's why I never coached him. And I would let someone else coach. And the coach are looking at me like, all right, you, I'm like, no, can't do. So I sat down. I said, I said, here's the deal. I go, if you let me coach you, if you let me be a part of this with you, I promise you in one year to this day, this will all just be a memory. And we went home and I said, check this out. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about James Pryor. And um, I'm going to talk about James Pryor. And it, like, I'll start crying, so I can't do it yet. But, and I know he's going to call at some point. Hopefully I can get a hold of him today. Um, anyway. I started, we started watching these wrestling matches. He's like, did you wrestle? I'm like, oh, oh, yes, I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, did you wrestle? I go, oh, daddy wrestled. And uh, he's like, what about, he's like, and then fighting and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, dad, daddy, daddy can beat people up. Yeah, daddy can wrestle. And uh, so I started showing him wrestling matches, my wrestling matches. And I lost it. I was in tears, crying. And I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing this. I go, I'm sitting here watching wrestling watching me wrestle with my son i never ever ever thought that this would happen mm-hmm. and i remember when i was a kid man i was i was beaten I, I there was two beatings i remember one of them i got spanked so bad and by a horse whip and it was oh it was horrible and i remember thinking to myself one day i would cry myself to sleep literally thinking this stuff is one day man when i have a son I'll take him fishing. I'll take him. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take him everywhere with me. He'll never go through this. He'll never feel this pain. He'll never be, he'll never understand what it's like to see his mom 
punched into a just a, a heap of tears. He'll never understand what it's like to wake up scared to death when he hears footprints. He'll never know what it's like when someone raises their voice, when their dad raises their voice, like, oh, God, we got to take off. We got to go. We got to get out of here. He'll never feel that ever in his life. And of course, I love my daughters, but this my son, you know, and um, so it, it just. I'm, I'm taking Brandon in. So, and, but I always made a promise one day, you know, I carried him around with me. I still remember, I carried him everywhere with me when he was first born. We brought him all over the place. I still remember we were at some UFC event. Don't worry, Jens, we got him. And they would hold him up and he was out in the back, out in the crowd somewhere and people would pass him around. I just loved the man. I loved the community. I trusted the community. And like, oh, he's back here. Don't worry. My son would just weave through everybody who had no fear. And this was, God, it's going to hit hard. I'm trying not to get, to, I'm not I'm trying to get, not get to the punchline, so to speak. But this was, and it, I, it, it got captured again on the stream last night when I brought him back and just, and I know Butler posted it. God, I love Brian Butler, man. Butler, I love Butler. Um, he, uh, he, he, he caught that moment where I said, I hopefully you'll never be embarrassed and disappointed and pissed off at me the way that I was. And it's like, I finally, I finally said, man, hopefully, hopefully you'll be proud of your dad. And, you know what I mean? And that was, so I was pretty happy to be able to do that, you know, and hopefully my little girl who means the world to me, she's, she's everything to me. You know, uh, my little baby Hayden, she's everything. And hopefully they'll, my, my, my babies will, you know, they'll, they'll be proud. They can be proud of me. And so, like I said, that was just putting the padlock on the, on a, on the door and, and closing a chapter, you know? So yeah, it was big. It was, it was big. And to have him here to film it. Ah, man. Yeah. No, I just busted down. He, he needs a haircut, but no, I busted that man. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> it was, it was something. It was awesome. I'm sure they're all proud of you. You know, all your, former teammates are proud of you, you know, going all the way back to Militage days and every gym that you've ever been a proud of, all the people you've mentored or touched in any way, your fans, your coaches, your your manager, Brian Butler. Let's let's talk about him a little bit. He he this meant a lot to him too. Uh I've talked to him, you know, and and you know, I, I got water in my eyes right now. And Brian says he was a mess yesterday too. But um you mentioned I love Brian Butler. He, he this meant a lot to him too. Can you talk about your relationship and and uh, you know every, everything he did as well to keep these wheels going and and bat on your behalf? Not that you needed it, Jens, because you're a former champ with title defenses and you did it as a guy that really we all know this was a bantamweight fighting yeah. only because that was the only available weight class. Respect, man, yeah. and those skins on the wall that you have. You know, including of course the great BJ Penn, Cub Swanson, Hallman, you know, big dudes. Like the it, it it was incredible what you did back in the day. But talk talk about uh Brian Butler, mutual friend of ours. You know, there was a time when I wasn't I was a I, I was an ass. I was an asshole. And um I was just caught up in the game. I was caught up with, you know. I, I, I made, I wanted him to be, I wanted him to be a part of my, my quote unquote team, you know, and I just, oh man, no. And I kind of pushed him to the side, but I, I mean, I wanted Brian around. I wanted Brian. I knew how good he was. I knew what he could do. And I'm like, you got to get into this sport. You belong in this sport. And, you know, I just, my wires got crossed for a little bit and I kind of alienated him and I made him feel like he didn't belong. I made him feel like he was, you know, like he was JV or something, you know, and um, I carried that with me for a long time. I, 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 I just, if I put it, man, I wish I could go back and fight and he could be my manager. I wish I'd somehow I could fight one time and have where he was my manager and we could, you know, have all that, but I already had a manager and I had a team and I loved that team. And I loved that manager. You know, we come, that's how I got started. But Brian was somebody, when I met him, I was like, you have to be in this sport. You have to be in this. I was like, you're just your mindset, the way you look at it as like, you're good at this. You know what I mean? The way he had me decked out coming out for that Cub Swanson fight, like we had, we had call of duty. 
as a sponsor. I mean, who get that? We were hitting, we had things. No one ever, they're like, wait, you got what? I mean, Brian was just that good. He was, he was amazing. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where you don't realize this is going to sound so cliche and almost, almost corny. You don't realize it, Joe. I can hear my wife laughing right now because this is this is happening. It, it, it's, don't say it. See, I can hear in the background already. Good. I'm not doing it. But no, you just don't realize. You know, I didn't say you don't realize how good something is until it's gone. But <laughs> that's for him because I know that just cheesed him up. But no, the reality was, you know, I realized, you know, along the way, it's like, man, I can't. I apologize for some of the things I've done. I've apologized for my attitude sometimes, you know, not treating you like, like you're my friend and treating you like you were just an agent, you know, like you were just an agent, but you're, you're past that. I mean, you were past, I, you're so much more than that. You're, you're a brother to me, you know, but I was like, all right, you're an agent. You're, this is what you do. You know, I lose managers. I lose agents. I get hurt by these people, the sport, especially back in the day, man, this sport was ruthless. You could fight and find out that the pay and that your, your check just got bounced, not at the UFC, but in the smaller world, you yeah. could find out like you would fight next, you know, your check bounced. Like what you just fought for free. Wait, wait, huh? You know, but at one point I literally was fighting for free. So you know, my point is to get back without getting too sidetracked. It's just Butler never, he never let the idea go. Yeah. He never let the idea go about, about Hall of Fame. And, you know, and I was like, stop it, Butler. <laughs> Every year, you know, when they would do a pioneer or something. And then he's like, I'm like, I'm not retweeting this. I'm not retweeting this. Stop it. And it's like, where's Jess Pover? I'm like, you know, but it's kind of like that. If you're you're not a badass, if you have to sit out there and tell everybody how bad you are, if you're truly a badass, everybody else will tell you, tell them how bad you are. You know, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I can't, I can't retweet it. I appreciate you. Stop it, stop it, Butler. You know, but um, he kept saying, "No, man, this is this. It's only right. It's right in the world." And you know, I I can't. I watch my friend turn sucker punch into the biggest i think it's probably one of the biggest if not the biggest you know um in in the game with handling fight management team and stuff and uh you know i'm just so glad that we made it through those times and he's i, I love that man to death i mean i love brian butler i can't i can't this whole this whole game wouldn't even be worth it without him it wouldn't even be you know and i'm so i watch him i watch all his fighters and I watch everybody handle deals with him. And, you know, it's like he and I had this conversation back in the day. It's like, man, people who meet me, they just got a ping and they shoot to the top. My man, he's and he rocketed straight to the top. And I'm just so proud and happy. And, you know, I know that this is something that he wanted too. And so I'm so happy that I'm so happy that we get to do this together. Me and him, um, mm -hmm. you know, I love him to death. I can't, I can't thank him enough. And he's, He's an amazing person. And yeah. yeah, man, I love Butler. I love him. I was yelling for him at the fight. I can't help it. I just, Butler! That's just my thing. <laughs> Great manager. And I can't even keep track of all his success. The other day I saw him at in LA. He had just come off Jamal Hill. So I'm congratulating him on Jamal Hill. Hey, another champ, man. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then I go, what are you doing here, by the way? And Johnny Evelyn walks by. I'm like, oh, you're with him too. Fuck, you know? So the list does go on and on with him and all his success. Um, do you know who's going to induct you yet? I didn't you know, know like that's the, the speech present oh, I you, know. I should say, Pre, uh, the presenter. Somebody kind of speaks on your behalf and then they, uh, you know. Oh, I have no idea. I don't even know how this goes. I'm you get to it, I believe. You, you're you the one that gets to you, choose. You choose who gets to present you. Uh, and, you know, so somebody comes out and says a bunch of nice things about you uh, and presents you. And then you come in and then you speak. But yeah, you, you, oh, really? A presenter, yeah. I didn't know that. Joy, I get to choose my presenter. Do you want to do it? She said no with the middle finger. My wife hates pups. She won't do anything. I knew that. I knew that. She like she said, boom, no with the middle finger. She wouldn't do it. No, I mean, I I couldn't imagine it not being Butler. If, and if mm -hmm. we have, to, like, I'll say it right now. If that's the choice, it's Butler. I know there is no, 
That's Butler. You know what I mean? Because I know where I know where Snoop is going to be. He'll be on the camera running that UFC Twitch stream, which will be live the entire time. Because there's no way we're not. We were here at the last international fight week, and I know damn good and well we're going to be here for this one. So, you know, we'll make sure that I know where Snoop's going to be. It, it it has to be Butler. I wouldn't want anybody else. No, it's got to be Butler. Unless my mom decided to she trumps everything, but I think my mom's good. You know, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, cool. Well, listen, I'm sure you're getting a lot of requests and I'm sure the texts are pouring in. You got to get back to all that. Um, and some sleep would be probably be nice as well. Tomorrow uh, I'll get but, sleep before the stream. But you just must be on cloud nine. We can I'm, see it in your face. It's well deserved. All that blood, sweat and tears. The Pulver names immortalized. I'm sure your son is super proud. Your family, everybody, including Goz and I. And thanks I for you, spending some time with us here on Junkie Radio. Go ahead. Thank you. No, the one thing I tried, I wanted, I don't want her to get lost in the sauce. My daughter, Madeline, and my baby girl, Hayden. Hayden, I love her to death. She's kind of kept it quiet. I, I, you know, here's the one thing, man. See, I can go off on a tangent. I don't realize how old my kids are. Like, they're just little, they're my babies. They're babies to me. And they have full on conversations and they're tweeting and texting and, you know, doing this stuff. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, this much is going on, you know? So, but, uh, my, my little girl, yeah, she's, uh, I, you know, a big shout out to Hayden, too. I, I love her to death. And, you know, like I said, we'll be back. I'm excited. Tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, Twitch TV slash UFC. We're going to have an interview. We're going to be breaking down the fights, recapping everything that happened on Saturday. And, you know, we're going to be talking about this induction. So, hey, give us a and, quick preview. Who did you score it for, Volkanovsky or Makashev? Let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what I did. Yesterday, I thought Makashev won three rounds of two. And then on Twitter, it was, you know, people were blowing it up. And even Volkanovsky says he thinks he won. I rewatched it. And I could see the case where for Volkanovsky. I think round two is the one that's the one that kind of can sway the judges in Volkanovsky's favor. Um, you know, the decision's been made. You know, obviously, I, I'll love to see a rematch at some point. I, th- I think both champs need to address their divisions. I thought it was one of the best matches I've ever seen. But you being a light, lighter weight class legend and future Hall of Famer, what did you think? I, you know, same thing. I don't, I wish there was another round. And in my opinion, it, it didn't, here's what I said. And it, bottom line, if I can interview Volkanovsky, it, it was, you know, and it, I was like, because it doesn't matter winning or losing. I, I, I want him because he won. He won. He won. I don't care what anybody said. He won. Whether or not he didn't get that decision, he won. The smaller guy, the fitter, he, 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 he to, to get back to his feet, he broke Makachev. You give one more round, regardless, they won't even you won't need a judge's decision. He had it. He broke it. Nobody's been able to get back to their feet. And not only did he get back to his feet, my man started started take, trying to take him down. My man did everything under the sun. He he won. Period. I don't care what the judges do. I don't, I mean, yeah, Makachev can keep the belt. That's fine. But in my eyes, that was an absolute win for, for Volkanovsky in every facet, period, for being the smaller fighter to showing that's a, that, that man is un-effing real. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that's another, I can't wait tomorrow. We get on, we're on the stream. Oh, we're going to have the highlights and clips. I'm going ham because whether or not, Again, we don't want to leave it to the eyes of the judges. I get where the judging can happen, even though he was the more active. And even when Makachev had his back, my man's beating him. He took a beating. Sometimes you got to realize and recognize, you know, I know a lot of people aren't fans of this, but when the first fight started, we had a 29-28, and then some judge whips out a 30-27. What? I want live scoring for accountability. I want live scoring for accountability. I want people to, you need to know that you're about to get that the hosing's about to happen. I think that's the only reason why I want live scoring is for the accountability. These judges shouldn't just be sitting back getting away with this. After the first round, you start throwing things at them. What? You know what I mean? Stick them in a room, give them some, let them have, let them have some monitors, let the judges have some monitors, let them have some headsets, no voices. No noise and let him judge correctly. But Volkanovsky handed him a beating, even though, yes, he had his back and he had it figure forward. Volkanovsky beat him up. And Makachev was able to go out. But it got to the point where we've seen things happen in Makachev. He, he normally, his squeeze is, is second to none. Yeah. And Volkanovsky was fit enough to get past the squeeze, get back to his feet, and push this thing to a level that Makachev wasn't even ready for. So whether or not the judges gave it to him, Volkanovski won. 
he, there, there was no winning in that. I mean, no losing in that fight. And he, he won in, and not, like I said, I'm not saying just, I'm going past the judges. He won in every facet being the smaller fighter. Ah, dang, man. Woo. And now he gets to go back there. We can talk about Yair, but I'll talk about that tomorrow, 6 PM Eastern as well on Twitch TV because Yair, what a sharp shooting some buck that was. Anyway, I'll be quiet. That's my, Good that's stuff, my take. Man. Good stuff, man. Uh, thanks for the time today. We'll see you in a few months in Las Vegas. I right, appreciate you. See you, brother. Kind of went how I thought, man. Uh, it really meant a lot to him. There, there's like a, a closure to a certain chapter of his life. And this is very, very meaningful for him in a lot of ways. That was uh, very cool, dude. I mean, it's hard to not get emotional. But uh, he deserves it. He deserves it. And he's in that rough spot where, like, we've talked to him so much about it. And it kind of made him uncomfortable because he's right. Like, he he didn't want to be the guy that has to tell everybody, I'm great. Because that's really not what great people do, right? But at the same time, you can't get overlooked. And that can happen a lot in this business. So it was important for him to speak up, but you got to give a lot of props to Brian Butler because he kind of led the charge on all this. And uh, that's when, you know, you have good friends, good people around you that, that lift you up in that way, you know? And uh, I'm just happy it finally got done. Me too. That'll be this year's international fight week when this will all take place. And, He's excited to be going in with Jose Aldo, you know, and the funny thing is, is I'm hoping Jose will have that same type of energy towards him. I wouldn't blame Jose if he didn't, because it's possible Jose had never even heard of Jens Pulver. These were the early days of MMA, and, you know, Jose not speaking English, who knows if there would have been a connection, but, you know, these... when Jose joined WEC, I don't believe the UFC had a 45, 35, or 25. They didn't have those weight classes. They had had 55 at one point, but they even did away with that. And then they brought it back when Jose was already in the WEC. And then they brought the WEC over. But hopefully somebody explains to Jose the sacrifice that some of these guys made early on. It wasn't enough the first time, but then they brought it back with Kenny Florian and Sean Shirk fighting for the vacant title. Uh, and then the, the the WEC acquisition obviously opened even more doors, but it, mm-hmm. it was guys like Jens that, that that did this. Totally. Yeah. Uh, one more thing here. We brought up Francis Ngannou's name. What did you think of Deontay Wilder saying, "Hey, I'll I'll box. I'd love to box you because you know all of us keep thinking the big bag is Tyson Fury, obviously the world champion in boxing, who has his hands full right now with the uh, Osik, I believe his name." Uh, they're going to fight in the next couple months, which puts the Francis Fury fight, if it happens, sometime later this summer. But Deontay Wilder's saying, I'll box you, and guess what? I'll do MMA against you as well. So kind of a, uh, not a home and away series, but meaning a your sport, my sport type series. I thought that made it interesting. We know that would be two big paydays, and maybe that puts a little bit of pressure on Deontay. Maybe... And Ganu can maximize the leverage a little bit and, and get that big payday he's seeking. I'm just one of those guys, man, where I understand he needs an angle, right? Because Tyson Fury is the money fight. So Deontay needs an angle, and his angle is I will do MMA. Mm-hmm. And if that's true, if that's true, that's tremendous. If I'm Francis Ngannou, though, I, the first thing I tell him is, well, let's do MMA first. Right. Let's just see how willing he's, he, he is to do what it is he's saying he's going to do, because he can very well do boxing. And then uh, I got hurt, you know, let's mm. postpone or whatever. And that fight never happens. And uh, he still gets what he wants. Right. So uh, if I'm Francis and that's what I tell him. Like, well, let's let's do MMA first. You're right. We do kind of go over to you guys a lot. Let's stop that right now. I think what happens is Deontay will play the card. Um, this will give me more time to train, maybe, and and yeah. do what he needs to do. Uh, but I th- I think it's all chat. The, I, I I honestly don't want to. I see. I already know that Ngannou would kick his ass in MMA. 
And actually, to tell you the truth, I'm kind of sure that Deontay Wilder would win the boxing match. What I just want Ngannou to do is make that big payday. You -hmm. know, make the big payday and then come back to MMA, Francis. This is where you can be a legend. You're not going to be a legend in boxing. Sorry, pal. Um, If you knock out Fury or Wilder, trust me, I'll be the first guy at Extreme Couture on Monday to go, boy, was I wrong. Here's a pie. Throw it in my face. But I just don't think it happens. But what usually happens in those big fights is big, big paydays take place. And if he can get himself one, cool. But let's get you back in the UFC and let's get you to fight the winner of Gone versus Jones. And then sort, you know, sort out whatever else is left out of the division if you win that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Gills and I do the spinning back click. We've told you guys many times on Mondays. And uh, in about 12 hours, we'll be doing a live spinning back click. It's always live now. Mondays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Check it out. We're going to discuss some of these other topics. But uh, in greater detail and with our colleagues, tomorrow joining us will be Nolan King and Dan Tom. So it should be a fun one. So check that out. We're not asking for much. Subscribe, like, you know, that whole deal of what the YouTubers say to you. Subscribe and like. It's really easy to do. And I don't feel bad asking you to do it because that channel is awesome. I mean, just just check out the work that was done in Australia this past week. Caught up with a lot of fighters, a lot of guest fighters. So for the simple trade-off of you liking and subscribing and being alerted to when content's being put up, um, you know, you get a lot of free content. So I, I think it's more than an easy trade-off. Please check it out. And for now, Goes and I are going to bow out of here. I, I want to thank the Watch Along crowd one more time. We had a blast, and we will be doing the one on March 4th, which will be UFC 287 with Cyril Gon and uh, John Jones. So we definitely look forward to that one. By the way, one last thing, our app, it had been experiencing some problems, and it's been updated. So those of you that either if you didn't know it or if you had been having problems with it recently, uh, if you didn't know it, it's free and it's available on all tablets and smartphones. Go get it. You'll love it. And for those of you that had had it and had been having problems, just reinstall it. So delete it and reinstall it. And now it's working and it's updated. And I've been checking it out. And guess what? We're still going to figure out a few more bugs and stuff and, and, and fix it up, tighten it up for you. But for now, it's it's gotten going. So I just wanted to um, put that one out there. All right, folks, we're out of here. Go out and be a champion. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>